0: Hey guys, my name is Angelon Wallace and welcome to my channel. So today we're going to talk about starting a healthcare staffing agency. So if you're thinking about specializing in this space, um, this is a good market. And I mean, of course, as you know, the demand is very high and it's going to continue to be high. I reflect on, you know, the pandemic and why this is a great niche in the industry to get into because I remember, you know, if you guys watch some of my videos, I talk about how a lot of my IT jobs were frozen and went on hold and I had to adapt and start recruiting in another niche. Um, so I, you know, transitioned over to healthcare recruitment and that was the still the highest demanding field. Like it was, it was so high, um, for like, which just so many jobs. So many clients were just so desperate at, you know, when COVID hit last year and still is right now, but that was like the one of the only niches that just did not stop. You know, it was healthcare. You know, so, you know, if you guys came to this channel because you're thinking about starting um, a healthcare company, you know, you're already in the right headspace. Now, my advice, starting off, if you do want to start a healthcare company. My first advice is going to be, you know, it's choosing a a niche, you know, like make sure you specialize in the area. Do not just do all the healthcare. Don't just do like, you know, physicians, nurses, you know, because you're going to be spreading yourself too thin. Also do your research on what type of healthcare that you want to do. If you know a friend or you know some people that work in healthcare, I would advise you to talk to them about the pros and cons of their job. I would really think about that. You know, for example, you guys may not notice if you're, you know, but I used to do like physician recruiting. Now I stopped recruiting for physicians. Why? Because a lot of physicians that I know would have 90 day um, notice periods. So that's just a hypothetically, if you're working with a client and you are on a physician role, and you wanna put them into a new job, you won't get paid out until you know three months until that position starts the job, potentially really four, because most clients don't pay out on average 30 days until the person, um, they don't pay out to after 30 days when they started. So if, if it takes someone 90 days to get out of their contract and start a new job, and then you gotta wait an additional 30 days, it could be longer. Now I'm not just saying this to discourage you from doing physician recruiting, but I'm just trying to help you understand the pros and cons of certain jobs. The beautiful thing about physician recruiting. Oh, the commission checks are fat. <laughs> I'd be mean, like 30, 50 K fees. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely some pros. Uh, to be in a physician recruiter, uh, like definitely. And if you got this, you know, the stomach and the heart to wait out, I like fast money. I like, I like my money coming in weekly, monthly. I don't like to wait around. So that's why, you know, I chose not to specialize in that space. Spaces that I was specializing in when I jumped into healthcare recruitment was CNAs, nurses, nurse practitioners. Um, home health nurses. I mean, it was just so many opportunities out there. And, you know, it's not that hard, you know, as you guys have seen my other recruitment videos, but it's sometimes it's as simple as, um, you know, reaching out to an organization, finding out who the hiring manager is and offering, you know, to provide them with some candidates, you know, so that's the, you know, that's the beautiful thing about it. Now in healthcare, you have contract and permanent recruitment. In healthcare, there tends to be a lot of contract opportunities. Now, the beautiful thing about contract recruitment is that it's residual income. So, for example, every day that a candidate goes out there and work, you can be on the beach sipping on a pina colada, making money. Every day they go out there and work, you can make anywhere from $50 to $100 to $200 a day just by that candidate going to work. And that's why you want to make sure... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that They go to work so you can get paid as well. You know, you have some lazy candidates sometimes So those are things that you just want to you know, keep up on and, and, and make sure you're you stay up on it, but You have contract you have permanent as you guys have known if you watch my videos. I'm a perm recruiter I love permanent recruitment. It's just a lot that comes with contract so if you do start, you know, but I mean there's all ways around it So with contract, I know for sure that you will need insurance, you know, and you will need, you know, a back office and payroll and stuff like that. Uh, I'm not saying this to discourage you. There are definitely strategies and ways to get around that. Um, And I do offer solutions and advice for you guys. I do have a course that teaches. You know people how to start their own recruiting and staffing agency so i'll leave that link down below in the video but i mean you just have to think about that with contract now the beautiful thing about contract is that you can build a book of candidates let's just say you build up you know you have 20 or 30 contractors make you know make, working for you every day you can easily be bringing in anywhere from ten to twenty or thirty thousand dollars a month, or even more. You know, with a with having a good contractor book, and that's the beauty of you know healthcare. It's just so many contracting opportunities. Vice versa, it's a lot of permanent opportunities as well. And clients pay really good in the healthcare space. You know what I love about the healthcare space? No matter how big the competition is in recruitment. It's always opportunities for everyone to make money, everyone can eat, you know, it's not one of those industries where we're all just fighting and, you know, survival to fill us and, you know, we're doing a lot of, you know, dodgy things, you know, how recruiters do and. Best to believe some recruiters do do some dodgy things, but in healthcare, there's just opportunities all over. And I would, if I was you, I would look into markets that are untapped. You know, a lot of people, when they start their healthcare staffing agencies, often they try to start their agencies and focuses on the healthcare facilities within their location, but step outside of your location and recruitment is universal. Don't forget that recruitment is universal. I don't care. I can recruit in the UK, I can recruit in Australia, I can recruit in the US, but I'm just saying depending on the country you're in try to step outside of your city, especially if you want to try to find clients because there may not be that many opportunities in your city and you may have to go about, you know, searching for them. Now, when it comes to sourcing techniques, The great thing about the healthcare community, they are pretty active on Facebook. So there are a lot of Facebook nursing groups for recruiters. I mean, they do go through like a a qualifying, but you can find some. I would strongly advise you guys, if you do start your own healthcare staff and agency, to start a Facebook group with your niche. So let's say for example, you're looking for like travel nurses and you live in Atlanta. I would start a travel nurse Atlanta Facebook group and just start finding people to join that group. And then, you know, you build up that community and now you have a source of candidates to use when finding clients, you know. So, I would, you know, that's one strategy I would go about it. Of course, you have a lot of nursing recruitment websites that you can use. You can use LinkedIn. You can use Indeed sometimes. And, you know, so there's so many sourcing strategies when it comes to finding candidates. Now, the only downside about the healthcare industry is that they are horrible when it comes to filling out their resume. Sometimes you get one sentence, you may not get anything, just a job title. So you do have to edit the uh, resumes for a lot of candidates, especially in the healthcare space. It's just, you know, I don't care. Physicians, nurses, they do not put like a lot of details, a lot of responsibilities or achievements on their resumes. Often it's just a job title. And you know, it may be, if you're lucky, you'll get one sentence. So that's you know one of the downsides, but I mean it's not that serious. You know, you just pretty much formatting their resume. Um, at the end of the day, I think if you guys are watching this video, just get started. That's the only way you're going to, you know, really make things happen for yourself. If you just get started, uh, but most importantly, like I said, do your research It's a very important that you guys specialize in a niche, because if you start working on everything in healthcare, you're going to spread yourself to through to thin. And the reason that I tell my candidates. And my, you know, or my students, like, so I have a lot of students now in my recruitment program. The reason why I tell my students to specialize in a niche is because if you're making a lot of business development calls and you're talking with a lot of clients throughout the week and you're, you know, you have a lot of candidates that work in the same space, you don't have to like take a lot of time throughout your day to go find something else if you're already talking to the same clients who are looking for the same candidates. So if you make 50 business development calls and all your clients are looking for CNAs, you have a handful of CNAs to pull from where you don't have to spend time going and sourcing. Sourcing can take a lot of time. So sourcing is when you go out there and look for candidates, it can take time and effort because you're sending messages, emails, you're trying to call people, and just imagine you sourcing for 10 different specializations within the healthcare field, you're just going to spread yourself too thin. I read that you have 50 to 100 resumes in the the field that you specialize in, so when you do talk to clients, all you have to do is send them three, four candidates or five to save you time and keep you moving forward. the end of the day there's so many um opportunities and this is definitely going to be a growing demanding field i strongly predict as well that we're going to have another pandemic uh you know and, you know i hope not but you know i strongly believe that we will have another one and if i am right when the when another one comes the market is just gonna go crazy even higher in demand Um, but look guys, it's pretty easy. It's pretty simple. If you're thinking about starting your healthcare staffing agency and you need some help, feel free to reach out. Um, keep watching my videos as I will continue to post a lot of content that will help you grow your business and help you out. I'm definitely dropping gems. I'm dropping a lot of secrets and strategies that I use to help me find clients and to help me find candidates. Look, if you like this channel, please subscribe, hit that like button, and I'm looking forward to talking to you guys soon. All right.